lead me onward. Um, Chris Wilson helped me change the name to this, uh, the title to this sermon. Um, because it said, lead me on. And lead me on can have a very positive connotation. Or, perhaps if you've been led on and hurt by an individual you might have a negative connotation of that statement. So, Chris helped me out and and added word to it. Lead me onward. Lead me onward. So that that gives a little better better twist to it. I appreciate that, Chris. Um, uh, So we were talking about the Holy Spirit and the fact that the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us. And many times... In our lives, we do have questions about, you know, what should I do next, you know? What should, this is happening, that's happening, maybe, maybe I need to change my course. Maybe I need to put more into what I'm doing right now. Maybe, you know, there, there are some uh, adjustments that need to be made. Where am I going to go to college, you know? What, what courses should I take? Where, you know, all the questions. My, you know, I'm tired of this job, you know, I want a different job. You know, are you leading me, Lord? Or is this just my discontentment? Or, or what? So we, we have those struggles, but we're promised. First of all, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Okay. All right, we can count on that, right? That's good. That's good. And then, his voice comes in many ways. But I'll have, I, I, I really believe that no matter how it comes, it is by the leading and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Whether it comes from your spouse... Sometimes your children. My children presently are having some very strong opinions about my life. Now, it could be the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so I get before the Lord and confidently say, Now you told me that I would hear your voice. And, so, and I'm listening. And so, so, Spirit lead me where my feet never wander. My faith will be made stronger. Oh, man. Get goosebumps. So he does lead us. Now, <clears throat> I don't know whether to throw this out or not. Is the Spirit is leading me or is it just a crazy idea that I had? But I don't pretend to think that this is really simple. It really is simple. But then it's complex too because we have a complex God. But in his complexity and in his wisdom, he did something very simple. And he simply said Jesus to take our place. And said, if you believe, if you believe, you'll have eternal life. Man, how simple is that? Yet it's, it's very complex when you get into all the legalities because he is wholly just. Right? He's full of grace and truth. He's not all grace with no truth. He's not all truth with no grace. He's, he's equally 100% both. Which is really good. Now that's kind of complex. Because we don't think that way. How can it be 100%? You ever have a coach that said, You have to give 110%. It's like, yeah, right? He was not a math major. Apparently. But there's, a, there, there's an inference there. There's a, there's a picture, an understanding. 
And so even though it's, it's a little crazy, some of the stuff we read in the scriptures, so I was thinking about this whole lead me. This whole lead me. And the, the, the prayer that Jesus uh, prayed and instructed his disciples to pray when they said, how are we supposed to pray? You know? And he said, one of the, th- one of the phrases in that, what we call the Lord's Prayer, many who, are, who get really uptight, uh, say, no, it's not the Lord's Prayer, it's the Disciples' Prayer. Well, you know, probably. Um, please don't get uptight about that. Just relax. It's really okay. You know, it's just a great prayer and it's a model for us <laughs> to keep us on track to pray. Great. So anyway, in that prayer, he says this. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then there's a scripture that we're going to read today that says the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. It's like, ah! I can't wrap my head around that. You know? And I know I'm not like the sharpest tool in the box and everything, but that's difficult. But you know what? To God it makes perfect sense. To God it makes perfect sense. Now, Jesus has some good tools. Satan tried to use the scripture. (laughs) Satan could use the scripture? Of course he can. Yeah. Why not? He could twist it. He can turn it. And he can dress it up this way and that way. And then Jesus, what did Jesus use to to confront that or to, to stand against that? He used the scripture. Absolutely. Absolutely. You get 100. Oh, you get 110. Extra credit. That's really good. Um, so, there are, there are some things that, that don't always fit for us. You know? They don't always fit. But by faith, God's got it. Right? And so, He'll give us, everyone, enough to walk in victory in Him. To walk in contentment. To walk in... What's the word? What are some words? What? Love. To walk in love. That's pretty radical. In what? Joy. You can say it loudly. It's okay. Peace. Truth. Yeah. Hope. Yes. Oh, God. Thank you for hope. What? Serenity. Whisper it. No, I'm just saying. You please say it louder. Huh? Kindness. Kindness. I'm trying to be kind. In my sarcasm. Um, this is terrible, isn't it? Um, we're still learning and growing, all of us. Yes, we are. Yes. He'll give us the way, because He is the way. And He is the truth. And He is the life. And so He gives us, and in the process, as we walk with Him, and we grow in these areas as we're, as we're perseverant, right? As we're consistent. And even when we're not consistent, she, he just rounds us up, you know? It's like, you know, it's like an old West Bay, you know? And get that little old calf that runs off and, you know, and bring it and take it back, pull it in. Some of us have to have that on occasion. So if you're walking along and all of a sudden you feel this, it's probably the Lord just like, Bring you back into the into the group, and uh, that's important. That's important. 
Because He uses us in each other's lives. Okay, so here we go. We talked about the fact that you can't say Jesus is Lord, which is your salvation. To be able to, right? Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. God was raised from the dead, right? Be saved. And the word is not even even in your mouth. If you, yeah, it's good. And so we're led by the Spirit to come to know Jesus. To come to experience the salvation that was purchased by Him on the cross. Isn't that good? That's really good. You mean, really? You mean all I have to do is believe? Yep. Yep. And He takes it from there. Begins to build something beautiful. Something amazing. As He changes us from the inside out. It is the Holy Spirit who seals us. Seals us for the day of redemption. He, it's the Holy Spirit that puts that stamp, boom. It's like on your new birth certificate, Father, God. (laughs) You know, right? Whoa. Mother, the New Jerusalem, but that's a weird one anyway. Yeah, it's like in the Bible, but it's like, that's another one. You know, it's like, that's a mind-blowing scripture right there. Especially, you know, pea brains explode sooner than larger brains. I don't know if that's true. But it was, he, he seals us. That is, that is awesome. And then he leads us. And this is a promise. This is out of, I'm going to read some out of Romans 8, which I, I think I read last Sunday, but I want to um, review it. Uh, Matthew 4, and then John 16 in the message, which is really the wrap-up, kind of the crux of it all. Romans 8, 10 through 17. Romans 8, how many like Romans 8? That's, isn't that awesome? That is like an awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to start with this. <laughs> You don't worry about it at a time. <laughs> but yes, all of Romans is, is pretty amazing. Um, in fact, I like Ephesians. I, I like Colossians. I, I like James. I like, uh, actually, I like Hebrews. And uh, I like... <laughs> Where are you going with this? It's all good. If Christ is in you, by believing... Though the body is dead because of sin, yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. And he, he talks about our spirit is alive because of righteousness. And we are the righteousness of God. How? In Christ Jesus. That's right. And so, there's a spiritual thing happens there in that new birth where his spirit and our spirit, they unite. And we're born again. It's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. But there's a spiritual connection there, and you've heard me say many times that God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we sang a little bit about that today. And that the, the things of God are spiritually discerned. In other words, you understand them by the spirit. He goes beyond your intellect or around your intellect or bypasses your intellect in some way and speaks deeply to your spirit. And our intellect doesn't need to guide our spirit. Our spirit 
which is guided by the Holy Spirit, needs to guide our intellect. And then our body needs to follow suit. And so that the things that we do, our behaviors, our actions, are controlled by the right center, by the right seat of control, right? And it's the Lord, not us. We get off the throne, he gets on the throne. Man, I'm covering a lot of stuff here. Here. Um, Because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, and he's saying he does, but since he does, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So even the life in our bodies is energized by the spiritual relationship that we have with the Lord. Powerful. May you, I, I, uh, may you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. The soul is right in there intimately connected with the spirit and so the body. So, that same power, it's not like a wimpy Holy Spirit. It's not, it's not Casper the Friendly Ghost kind of thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a powerful force within us. The third person of the Godhead, right? We're talking power. We're talking about creative power and genius. We're talking about the one who hovered over the earth. During creation, right? That's pretty cool, huh? Same one. Must be pretty old, huh? Oh, yeah. Eternity past to eternity future. Really old. So then, brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if we are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. How do you do it? By the Spirit. By the Spirit. So in this meeting, there's an empowering that comes with that. It's like, you can lead me out upon the water. Because there's a powerful presence living within you. Amen? So when, when did Jesus, I mean, when did uh, Peter sink in the... In the in, he looked around. Yeah, as long as he was looking at Jesus, he was. My toes not even getting wet, right? But when he took his eyes off the master, so we had that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. That's that's a lot, y'all. That's a lot, and we say it in passing because we've said it so many times. But man, if you really think about that, wow. It's a lot of power. <laughs> For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die with the Spirit, puts to dead, de- death the deeds of the body. Which is really a, a tremendous relief in that you don't do it under your own strength. Because if we face our issues in our own strength, we're going to be overwhelmed. We're going to be disappointed. We're going to give up. We're going to throw up our hands. There goes our hope. There goes everything else. But if we realize 
that it is a, it's, it's a, it's a yielding. And Jay Feshman used to say this all the time. Yield, 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 yield. Just let him do it. It's a matter of turning over the reins. It's a matter of yoking up, hooking up, you know. Hooking up. Keeping our eyes on the Lord. Wow. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. All who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And I think it can go both ways. Like, if you're a son of God, you'll be led by the Spirit of God. If you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're a son of God. Because if the Spirit of God is leading you, He's going to lead you to confession and believe, reliance, and trust in the Lord Jesus for your salvation. That's where He's going to lead you. So it goes all ways. I mean, that, that is a huge statement. These are the sons of God, for we have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. So he qualifies that whole, these are sons of God, by saying, we do not have a spirit of slavery leading to fear. We have received a spirit of adoption as sons, and we cry out, Abba, Father, Daddy. It's like Papa. It's like, mmm. So, John, you're, this is what you said last Sunday. Not everybody was here last Sunday. Just saying. The Spirit Himself, I love this, verse 16. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. If you have any doubt this morning, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. The Lord, I believe. I believe. I want your spirit to witness with my spirit. Let me know. Just let me know. These things have I written to you in John. One of John's letters. That you may know that you have eternal life. Amen? That you may know that you're a son. That you may know. That's really nice that he wrote those things. But we also have the spirit. The one who sealed us, the one who led us to Jesus in the first place, sealed us and then testifies, makes known, declares with our spirit that we are children of God. I hope that your intellect agrees with that. But I'm not as concerned that your intellect would agree with that as I am that your spirit would witness it. Amen? Oh, I think it's really important. And if children, heirs also. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ Jesus. Oh my goodness. If we indeed suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. And suffer equates with perseverance. Hang in there. If we will hang in there with the Lord. If we will stay in the yoke. If we will keep our eyes on Him. Amen? Now, we're sealed. 
But we can make some dumb decisions. <laughs> but we can always come back. We can always be there. Again, in the message, this is the scripture I was talking about. Next, this is Matthew 4. Next, Jesus was taken into the wild by the Spirit for the test. And that was the one I was talking about. But like, oh man. But we knew, the, the Father knew the outcome, didn't he? Hey, You think he did? I think he did. Acts 8. The Spirit told Philip, climb into this chariot. So just another, just a little snippet of the Spirit leading. And these guys, if you just like, if you just like read through the New Testament, just read through, You can leave out Revelation or you can put it in. It doesn't matter, but maybe by the time you get there, you'll really like it. Um, but just read it like a bunch of letters, which they are. Some are reports, some are historical. Uh, some are just letters to the church. You know, this is how it works, y'all. This is, this is how to do it. And just see, especially in Acts, but, in all, but especially in Acts. In fact, just read Acts. <laughs> and just look at how many times the Spirit leads. How many times the Spirit has influence. The Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't have the book of Acts. <laughs> we just wouldn't. Because the acts, of, the acts of the apostles were led by the Holy Spirit. Powerful. Powerful. By the Holy Ghost. God spook. No, just kidding. But it is it is really wild, huh? So then Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit and the purpose. How am I doing? You're fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Spirit lead me. Amen. So Jesus is saying, this is in the message, this is a paraphrase. This is not a Translation or a uh, standard. Um, but, man, Eugene Peterson really gets kind of the, the meat of the feel of the, the nuances and the kind of the air about what's being said. I love it. I love it. He passed this year, this past year, by the way. I told you these things to prepare you for rough times ahead. Oh, no! <laughs> so that's the way we start out with this. I told you these things to prepare you for rough times ahead. Actually, he's already said some things. Fifteen's good. But look what he does to prepare us. They're going to throw you out of the meeting places. There will even come a time when anyone who kills you will think he's doing God a favor. They will do these things because they never really understood the Father. Oh, man. And who reveals the Father to us? Yeah. Technically, it would be Jesus, and then the Spirit speaks of Jesus, and Jesus speaks of the Father, and the Father speaks of the Spirit and Jesus, and it's just they all talk about each other a lot. They, they, uh, they're quite fond of each other, actually. And they and us absolutely, and they they just they just shared that with us that fondness. They've shared it with us. 
which is really cool. And then invited us to join their, their party, their world. Uh, it's good. They will do these things because they never really understood the Father. I've told you these things so that when the time comes and they start in, start in on you, you will be well warned and ready for them. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Okay? It's like the whole thing of preaching the gospel as an escape from challenges is not true. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen? Amen. So, so Jesus is saying that stuff, and it's like, you know, and you're fixing to leave us here? You're fixing to, like, take off? Hmm. I didn't tell you this earlier because I was with you every day. I mean, there's no need to tell you this, what he's fixing to tell us, and what he told, told them before. There's no reason because I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. If any of us, I mean, all of us have had loved ones that, that passed. And that there's, a, there's, a, there's like this void in your life. Because the things that they elicited in you, the things that they stimulated in you, the, the times that you had with those people, that's gone. That support, that encouragement, shoulder to cry on, the person to share joys with, you know, depending on how close. It's gone. And this is what they were sensing. You're going to be gone. And Jesus is saying, I didn't have to tell you about the Holy Spirit. Because I was with you. I was right there. I was right. Felt like a New Jersey person here. I'm with you. With you. Oh, I'm with you. I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, I know I can't do it. You can't. That's Southern Italy. That's Southern Italy. Yeah, that's yeah. I didn't come. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Williams, y'all can see, gave us a thing. She came back from Jerusalem, and it's a, we still have it. It's like a ceramic kind of thing. It says, Shalom, y'all. <laughs> you got to love that. you got to love that. And we're talking about Shalom here. We're talking about peace in the midst of the craziness. You know, walking in the water in the midst of the storm. You know, the peace, because the Master is there. And then he says this. <clears throat> but now, I am on my way to the one who sent me. Going back to that. Going back to the Father. Going to be sitting at the right hand. Going to be making an intercession for you. Not one of you has asked, where are you going? Instead, so he's talking to his disciples here. I, I didn't, I didn't, I should have given context. Instead, the longer I've talked, the sadder you've become. So let me say it again. This truth, it's better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend won't come. The comforter, the paraclete, the one who comes alongside. If I don't leave, 
the friend. And I, I, I like that he uses friend. But I also like that I know that, he, that it's the Holy Spirit. But if I go, I'll send him to you. And when he comes, he'll expose the error of the godless world's view of sin. Righteousness. And judgment. He'll show them that their refusal to believe in me is their basic sin. Uh, this is this is huge. Uh, you, you might want to go back and, and really ruminate, as they say, uh, study this, meditate on it. You know, ask the Spirit to lead you into all truth as, as to this. these statements. It, it's huge, but I'm not going to go into it this morning. He'll show them their refusal to believe in me is their basic sin. And sin is just... Sin is, Transgression of the law, which is everything that God has laid out, the way the universe is supposed to work, the way that humanity is supposed to work, the way the relationships are supposed to work, the way that everything is supposed to work, those are the laws of God. The law of gravity is the law of God. He set it up. It's the way. And when we, defy, when we try to do it any other way than the way He designed it, whether it's your relationships, whether your salvation, whether any, anything... That is what sin is. And, and, and uh, I don't know, I, I want to somehow for us take away the stigma of the word sin. And the misconception that it's, oh, it's something, it's something you do that God's waiting to whack you over the head. You know, it's just some, it's some, some stupid thing you do. Well, it is stupid, but it's basically just not doing it his way. I've told this story before. When I was first uh, starting out doing carpentry work, well, not first, but like my second, whatever. It was, I was young, I wasn't married yet, whatever. I was living over on the west coast of Florida. And I was working for this, this uh, contractor, and he had an older gentleman that was his lead carpenter. And one morning, he pulls, he pulls out a screwdriver and says, what is this? And I said, it's a screwdriver. He says, no, it's a screw extractor. And he pulls out his hammer and says, this is a screwdriver. <laughs> I'm not buying it. You know, this is like that. Just if you know me at all, this is like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, but that's that's sin. That's basically sin. It's using something for its for not that's not for its intended purpose, or, or doing something that's right. Does that make sense? And God is saying, no, 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 no. It's like our typewriter teacher. There was a typewriter teacher down the hall, senior high school. Oh, my gosh. You can hear them all the way across the hall. All, all the way down the hall. And if somebody would mess up doing, learning to type. We used to learn to type, by the way. It was, it was something. Yeah. Y'all do keyboarding now. Um, they say, here we go. No, 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 no. And it's like an imagined guy going, no, no, no. Do you know if you do it that way, you're going to die? I don't want you to die. It's a totally different feel and understanding. It's like, in fact, I don't want you to die. So much my heart is, this is a rabbit trail, but I know it and it's okay. Yeah, he cares so much that we have life, that we are not overwhelmed. That he sent Jesus while we were still enemies, right? So that he could redeem us from that. He could save us from that. He could save us out of that. He could give us a new life. Give us new DNA. Give us, right? Give us hope. Give us life. And, and, 
And so he came, he did that. And then when he left, when Jesus left, I'm not going to leave you alone. <laughs> and that's literally, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to be on you like while I rise. It's like, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. He will show them that their refusal to believe in me is their basic sin or basic straying from my design. That righteousness comes from above, where I am with the Father, out of their sight and control. That judgment takes place as the ruler of this godless world is brought to trial and convicted. Yes! I still have many things to tell you, but, but you can't handle them now. Are we okay with that? But when the thing comes, when the comfort comes, when the thing comes, the spirit of truth. Did you say that? Huh? Oh. Is it, it's back that way a little bit? Yeah, it's forward a little bit. Yeah, can you go forward once? One? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go forward again. Ah! There it is. The Spirit of... When Stuart speaks, he's my youngest son, if you don't know. Uh, not our, he's our youngest son. Actually, he has this little white, he has this little board and everything. And everything comes up, and the words he wants highlighted are highlighted, and he goes and, and, and just points to it and everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, maybe one day we'll have him come. But when the friend comes, the Spirit of Truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. Oh my goodness! Wow! Wow! Wow. It's like, don't strive. Don't worry. Don't be uptight. Don't give up. Don't throw up your hands. But when the thing comes, the spirit of truth, of the truth, he is the truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. He won't draw attention to himself, but will make sense out of what is about to happen. And indeed, out of all that I have done and said. He will remind you of all the things. It's, it's good in other translations as well, if you get a chance. Wow. Well, it will make sense out of what is about to happen. And indeed, out of all that I've done and said, He will honor me. He will take me, take from me and deliver it to you. Is that not awesome? <laughs> he will take from me and give it and deliver it to you. So don't worry that I'm gone because your friend, my friend, our friend, that friend, the paraclete, the one who comes alongside, the comforter, is going to lead you into all truth. And he's going to be there. Your spirit and his spirit. And he's going to let you know about me. He's going to continue to teach you. It's as though I am right there with you. He's right 
here with us. He won't draw attention to himself. I love that. But will make sense of what has happened to you. He will honor me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. Just picture that. Everything that Jesus is, you know, we're heirs and co-heirs with him. And the Spirit is the one. You know, it's like, it's like Pony Express. It's like Post Fargo. It's like, I don't know. It's like a, you know, rapid email. It's like, we're doing this. Man, yeah. It's a download. It's better than Bluetooth. Yeah, it's, even, it's like now. Everything the Father has is also mine. That is why I've said He takes from me and delivers to you. In, the, in a day or so, you're not going to see me. But then in another day or so, you will see me. Lead me onward. Lead me onward. Let's pray together. Lord, to remember to keep our eyes on you. Help us to listen and be attentive to your Holy Spirit as he reminds us of all the things that you taught. As he takes from you and gives to us, Lord, help us even in that, even in being perseverant, even in being attentive, Help us. Lord, overwhelm us with the fact that you are present with us. That your hope, your joy, your shalom, everything is ours because of you and the presence of your Holy Spirit. Lord, and I'm going to just pray that if there's anybody in this room this morning, first of all, who hasn't been led by the Spirit to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that doesn't know for sure that the Holy Spirit has sealed you to the day of redemption, that you are His. You believe in, trust in, and rely on Jesus for your salvation and for your life and for the leading of your life. If you haven't ever done that, you don't know that, now's the time. Now's the time. Go before the Father, as led by the Spirit, to receive and believe in Jesus as your salvation and your hope. Oh, it's that simple. And if you've been struggling with being led by the Spirit, I want to just pray that you would somehow grasp the concept that Jesus by the Spirit is in you, desiring to lead. He doesn't want to be the co-pilot. He wants to be the pilot. May you experience, just as Jesus encouraged his disciples, to experience the friend, to experience the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, 
There's going to be an opportunity for anyone to be prayed with. If it's a little confusing to you, if you want to talk about it, you would like prayer, you would like someone to pray with you, not at you, then I encourage you to go over to this north wall. There will be people there who love you, who are concerned about you, who desire to be led by the Spirit in leading you. Is that, is that good? If that's not what you're doing today, you want to fellowship some, let's do that on this south side. And if you need